The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod. We're coming to you live from my house. Uh, like so many other shows, we're observing the distance and the proper distance so that everybody can stay safe and uh, that we can flatten this curve, right? Woo, flatten the curve. Hey, speaking of which, you know, we, um, I got to do a big shout out to Boris Johnson and hope that he's okay and that he has a speedy recovery. We started about a month ago when we were still back in the studio, I was saying that in the morning, before I put my makeup on, that I literally could be mistaken for Boris Johnson. We have similar hair and we're of a similar age and of a similar body build. Um, Yes, the joke is on me. But um, so, you know, we, in our house, we've been referring to him as my, my body double, which we know it's really the opposite. Um, but in all seriousness, we hope that he has a speedy, speedy recovery, right? Um, this is no time for, for joking around. And yet, you know, whenever we can, we've got to find a laugh, but not at the expense of somebody who is not well. So our best uh, to the prime minister of England, and we hope that he has a speedy recovery. So I am Shannon Penrod and, um, I am here in, in my living room and enjoying being, having a chance to be with you. We've got a great show for you today. Two incredible people, two of my favorite people on the face of the planet are going to be joining me in just a minute. Um, from the Ed Asner Family Center. So that's a very exciting thing. Ed Asner, or excuse me, Ed won't be here. Uh, Matt will be here, but where they're coming, I think they're going to be at the actual center. I don't know. Maybe they're going to be at home. And Nava Paskowitz Asner is going to be here too. So that will be uh, super wonderful. I remember back before they were even dating and um, we, they, now they have been married for, I think a few years here now, we'll have to ask them. And we all still get a little bit of uh, diabetes when we're around them because they are two very happily married people. We should spend as much time as we can around people like that, right? So we're gonna spend some time with them today, quality time. Uh, but before we do that, we wanna remind you of a couple of things. First of all, that this show is meant to be interactive. We wanna hear from you. We wanna know your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your concerns. This is a place where you can get it all out, right? So Traven is going to show you some of the ways that you can connect with us. And, um, you know, there are some that are live and some that are more Memorex, you know, the recorded version. So uh, while he gets that ready to show you, I want to remind you that you can always find us at autism-live.com. We are, we live stream from there. He's going to show you the, the graphic. Uh, I don't know why it always gives me a little black box in the middle and then Traven has to click it away. But uh, so you can find us at autism-live.com, but you can also find us live 
on Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. I have no idea why my computer just made that noise. Uh, and then recorded as a podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Deezer, later, ladies and gentlemen, because I know that a lot of you are now on Deezer. I don't know that. I'm making that up. Um, I don't, I still, we've been, <laughs> we've been on Deezer for a while. Still don't know what it is. I got to go check out Deezer. I'm told it's great, but I don't know. Is that like that Instagram thing that all the kids are on? Um, just put me out to pasture. Fit me with a drool bag and put me out to pasture. Hey, you want to see the magic trick I'm currently working on? You know, I, I don't look in the mirror hardly ever, but with Zoom, you're sort of forced to see yourself all the time. And I'm like, I was saying to Traven earlier, look how one of my eyebrows arches over my glasses and the other one doesn't. It's like this, I got the lazy eye thing here. But if I poke it up for a minute, it stays there and then we can watch it fall. How desperate are we for something to do? <laughs> This is the mood I'm in. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. We're so thrilled to have you guys here. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. So look, at the beginning of the show, we like to remind you that we have lots of experts on the show, but I'm not one of them, obviously. Who else do you know who's poking their eyebrow up um, that's an expert? No one, no one would do that. It's craziness. Um, but um, yeah, I'm a little giddy this morning. I don't know. It's because Matt and Nava are going to be on. That's why I'm in such a good mood. Um, but, uh, and despite the fact that I've been hacking away at my hair, which we will talk about with Nava, I think it looks presentable, at least. I look like a crazy person, let's face it. Um, but uh, we like to remind you, we have lots of experts on the show. I'm not one of them. I'm a mom. I'm a former teacher. And I'm uh, part of that larger autism community. You know, we're always talking about the fact that here we try to serve that larger autism community, which first starts with individuals on the spectrum. Oh my gosh, of course, right? Um, but we also want to include everybody who loves them. And I'm in that category. I love some, I love a lot of someone's on the spectrum, as a matter of fact. Um, so it includes parents, teachers, practitioners, um, grandparents, you know, uh, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, you name it. That's our larger autism community. And that's who we're here to serve all together um, so that we make sure that individuals on the spectrum get what they need, um, get the support and the respect and the dignity that they and the jobs that they need and deserve. So, um, but don't confuse me for an expert. I'm just somebody who cares deeply and wants to help you to not feel alone in this. That's really bottom line right? Um, and if I can help you with a resource to or to a way of thinking that helps you to negotiate whatever you have to negotiate today, then I feel better about everything that I, I want to be of service to you. So write in, tell us what you need, tell us topics that you would like us to cover later in the show, because we're going to be here as long as the internet holds out, we'll be here, right? Uh, okay, so the other thing that uh, whenever we have an opportunity on our shows, we like to start off with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey nani nani are the experts talking about. That's so much work, Traven, to do to get that little clip. But we love that clip. It makes it seem like jargon is something fun and in the forest with fairy dust, right? And in fact, it isn't. It's something that just ticks us off usually. But the truth of the matter is, is that if we make friends with these terms and start to know what they mean, just, you know, like walking in the shallow end of the pool, not having to study and take a whole class and get a degree in, but, you know, little bit by little bit, then we find that they help us. So I had sort of promised yesterday when we did mastery that, 
generalization is going to follow up next, right? So generalization, again, one of those words that everybody goes, I know what a generalization is, uh, right? But this is a different word, different context when we're talking about autism and ABA. So let's take a look at our actual definition and, uh, and see what the actual definition of generalization is. And let's see if we can make fun of it. Uh, generalization, the occurrence of relevant behavior under different non-training conditions, for example, across subject settings, people, behaviors, and or time, without the scheduling of the same events in those conditions. Now, you've got it, right? Because this, this explains, this is as clear as mud, isn't it, my friends? Uh, thank goodness we have books that define things in this way, because now we are all experts in generalization. Ha, this is not going to work for any of us, right? So let's move on to our working definition of generalization. Uh, and no, I don't drink I, ever. So this is not, so, but I enjoy making fun of the, the jargon. Generalization, our working definition, definition is being able to apply what has been learned in new ways or situations that were never taught. So think about all the things in life that you want to teach, right? I'm a former teacher and I think about, you know, things that I taught my students and things as a parent that I teach my son. And we wanna teach them everything, right? We wanna give them the world. We wanna make them go out into the world and be able to handle something no matter what it is, no matter who, what time of the day it is, no matter who's talking to them, whatever the skill is, right? So that's generalization. If I teach you how to say hello to somebody, uh, think of all the circumstances in your life when you are in a place where you have to say hello, right? And all the different ways that you might say hello. My goodness, if you're meeting the Queen of England, you're going to say hello in a different way than if you're seeing your friend on the street, right? But we want you to be able to handle all of those situations and be able to appropriately discern what is the right way to say hello and greet someone in that circumstance. Now, I can't possibly, as a teacher teach anyone all of the ways in which you're going to have to say hello, right? So I have to start to teach you in a way and hope that at some point you get it enough that you start applying it to circumstances that you've never been taught it before. That is generalization. And the example that I always love to use because we all understand this is when you teach somebody how to drive. And I remember when my mom taught me how to drive and it's very fresh in my memory right now because I'm teaching someone else how to drive as of right now. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, my mom taught me in the living room first and she put cans of vegetables on the floor and handed me an embroidery hoop. And we, you know, we practiced in the living room first and she would come up with all these different scenarios and, and, you know, it's, it was hilarious. Right. And then we went and we, um, you tried it in a parking lot and then we tried it on a deserted road. And then we were on like a country road and then we were in our neighborhood. And then, you know, I mean, she worked me up to a highway, but my mother couldn't prepare me for what was to come, which was me driving on a highway in New York city or me driving across country and being in places that I'd never been before. But she was trying to give me enough things so that I would learn the rules of the road and could apply them wherever I was, that's generalization. And here's the key to generalization and teaching anybody anything. Before you start 
you have to plan for generalization. Just like yesterday we talked about, before you start teaching, you say, what's the mastery criteria? When will we know that they've gotten it? Will you plan for generalization and you teach so that they can generalize? So another example uh, where this is crucial is when you're potty training someone, some people make the mistake of only potty training their child in one potty at their home. And then we get kiddos who, you know, they're at Target and they can't go to the bathroom because it's not like at home. They can only go to the bathroom in that toilet. Well, they're toilet trained and they've mastered it, but they have not generalized it. Does it make a little bit of sense? We want you to be able to go to the bathroom in any bathroom you go into the rest of your life. That's generalization. You've got the skill, you can do it, but it's not generalized to all the places that you have to do it. So generalization is key. And the hallmark of a good ABA provider is somebody who you say to them, they say, all right, next we're going to teach your child how to do this. Great. What's your plan for generalization? And they go, well, it's and there's no hesitation, right? If you ask your ABA provider, what is your plan for generalization for a new skill? And they go, well, let, you know, let me look that up. If it's anybody other than the very basic behavioral therapist, if it's your BCBA, um, bad ABA provider, go to another one because um, they should know this. This is quality ABA 101. So generalization, uh, when you, it's that thing when your kid does it and you go, woo, they got it. They were able to do it in this place that they've never done it before and nobody was there prompting them, my child has it. It's the things you celebrate. Generalization, it's a good thing. Okay, moving on, because we got guests. I want to keep on moving. Uh, we always has a, have a question of the day for you. And uh, we hope that you guys will write in on Facebook or Twitter or Periscope or YouTube or whatever you like and answer the question of the day. It is, what is your favorite leisure activity? I'm going to guess that you've been engaged in this behavior in the last couple of days. And... Um, I want to know like what, or maybe you haven't been able to do it because of the isolation, um, you know, which would be stressful for you, but it's important to know what's your favorite leisure activity. Is it something that's available to you now? And if it isn't, uh, what can you do? What's like the second favorite or is there something that can fill the need? Um, and if it is your favorite thing, do you find you're getting a little bit bored of it? In ABA parlance, they call that satiation. <laughs> you know, like I love to watch me some Hallmark Christmas movies and some Hallmark movies in general. Love, love, love me some Hallmark movies. But I think I've seen enough for today. You know what I mean? I'm satiated. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna like them again come Friday. I will, I will be ready for a Christmas movie on Friday, but it's Tuesday and I spent a lot of time on Saturday <laughs> watching Hallmark. I am satiated. Uh, what's your favorite leisure activity uh, to do? I, I love, my favorite is to be with my kid. And, and when, when he's in the mood to talk to me, uh, whoo, nothing better, right? I gotta catch him in the mood. He can absolutely hold down a conversation with me and I'm so excited. We worked so hard for that, he can do it. He just doesn't always feel like it, right? And I hate to push when he doesn't feel, but last night he was in the mood, he was chatty Cathy. And um, that's probably why I'm in such a good mood this morning. So, uh, and I loved last night, I, you know, we gotta take the blessings where they come in this COVID thing, right? 
Um, and we did, we had such a good time last night uh, talking with him and he was just, he's just so hilarious. I just love him to pieces. And I went upstairs at night to go to bed and I said to him, I said, hey, I had the best time with you tonight. Thank you so much. And you know what he said? He said, thank you for saying that mom. Um, and it reminded me that we gotta be speaking these things, right? We gotta be speaking them. Um, it's, it's important to tell our kids, show them how much we care about them and to tell them how much we enjoy being with them. It's meaningful. Okay, uh, moving on. We always have a topic of the week and our topic this week, I can't even remember it. We unveiled it yesterday and it's, it's like I'm there for the first time. Oh, what are you passionate about? Oh, it makes total sense because we have Matt and Nava joining us and um, they're very passionate and we're going to let them tell us what exactly they're passionate about. Um, you know what I think I love the most about the autism community is that I, I don't think I've met a single person in the autism community, either on the spectrum or somebody who cares about them, who isn't passionate about a bunch of things. We're a passionate group of people. And anytime that I venture out into the world and I'm not in an autism community event, I find that I run into people who aren't passionate about things. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. And I do think that that's one of our strengths in the autism community is that we are passionate about stuff. And what a great way to be. I prefer to be with people who are passionate. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. But um, we are today on the show, we, I, and I'm, I think they're already with us. So let's, let's welcome them in here. Uh, instead of talking about them, let's talk to them. Uh, Matt Asner and Nava Paskowitz Asner from the Ed Asner Family Center. In fact, I, it slipped a little bit, but I'm wearing my Ed Asner Family Center pin. Are they there with us? They might be getting hooked up. So let me wax poetic about them a little bit. Uh, I first met Matt probably 10 years ago, and he was a very outspoken leader in the autism community and um, working at the time for one autism charity. And he had a radio show about autism at a time that I had a radio show about autism and was just starting this show. And um, I was so impressed with Matt. I just... I, you know what, I heard him, I think it was on Larry Mantle on uh, NPR talking and being interviewed. And I thought, man, what an articulate dad and how great it is to hear from the dads. And just, you know, he, he's a leader. He was a leader. He is a leader um, and somebody who's compassionate and passionate about our kids. So I was so impressed with him. And he came and started being a regular on the show. And then I just like something was different one day with him on the show. And I said, what's up with you? What's going on with you? And, and he was like, what are you talking about? And I said, Some, something, something's going on here. What is, what is this? You seem happy. What is going on here? And he was like, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And uh, apparently it was just the beginnings of him uh, falling in love with uh, his wonderful wife, uh, Nava Paskowitz Asner. And the first time I met her, oh my gosh, I, I met her and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this fabulous powerhouse of a, you know, a mom? Uh, she's an earth mother. She just like, you, like you would never want to get into a ring to fight with her when it's about her kids. Oh my goodness. Uh, she's about as fearless as anybody I've ever met. And so together to see these two fabulous people get together and fall in love with all the sparklies. And, um, especially because, you know, it wasn't the first go round for either one of them. Matt, um, had two kids 
and, and one of them on the spectrum and Nava had four kids, two of them on the spectrum. And when they got together, we all said, oh my gosh, it's the Brady Bunch of autism. Uh, they've gotten together and together, woo, they make this incredible uh, family that is so cohesive and adds so much. And I, I know most of them now. There's a couple of the kids that I'm not as familiar with, although my son knows all of them better than I do now and loves them. So, uh, so it was great to see this couple get together and then to find out that they had together this passionate dream to create a place, to create a place where families could go and not just people on the spectrum, but families with all kinds of special needs situations and that they could go and have the kids be enriched um, to find art classes and dance classes and things that, you know, I believe are the great uh, joys of all of our lives, the arts, right? But to not leave the parents out of it that I remember in the earliest stages when Nava was talking about this and she was like, you know, when the parents, we don't want them to just drop their kids off and go and sit in a parking lot and wait. We want them to come in. We want to treat their whole soul. We want to make sure that they have a place to meditate, to understand what that is, to get mental health services if they need it. And I remember thinking, man, that's crazy smart. Um, and and hoping that it was something that they could pull off. Well, they have. Um, I'm just checking to see. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, Matt saying, just checking, 1040, right? Uh, I'm going to tell him, no, now, Matt. Um, that might be a problem on uh, our end. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell him, I'm talking about you live right now. I'm introing you live right now, uh, and then he'll watch this later and think that's funny, uh, or not. Um, but anyway, um, so um, they're a remarkable couple and they've opened this place. And let me just tell you, it is, I've heard people talk about going to a place and feeling like they've come home. Uh, people who go to Sedona, um, I've heard people say that about going to Utah, that there's just, there's a magnetic energy, there's something where they feel at home, that they feel a sense of peace, that they don't feel anyplace else. I'm gonna tell you, that is what I feel at the Ed Asner Family Center. I feel like when I walk through the door that not only am I am at home and my husband is at home, but my kid is at home and he is accepted and revered and loved. And I have always longed, I remember we used to go to the park every Saturday night, our community would hold this big outdoor concert and we would go to the park and I would see all these adults sitting around in lawn chairs and talking and conversing and their kids were off someplace else, playing, you know, conversing, doing whatever. And I would look at them and go, what must that feel like? I don't know. And I remember crying once to my husband and saying, I don't know that we'll ever get to a place where I'll just be able to go, I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine and let him be where he's going to be. And, um, you know, we have gotten there in a lot of ways in our life with our son, and I'm very grateful for that. But there is no place where I feel more that than at the Ed Asner Family Center. We walk in and my son goes off because to him, it is home. 
it is safe and he, and it's a big, huge complex. And there's a lot, I've had to go looking for him before because it's time to go and can't find him because he's in this room, that room or the other, but I know he's okay wherever he is. And if you know me, you know that that, that is like the highest compliment that I can give is that I, that I feel that level of comfort. And, um, and it starts with Matt and Nava because they run it like it is an extension of their home and their family and everybody is treated that way. And um, it's the kind of place where you walk in the door and if you need something, if you're in tears, people will rush up and say, what can we do? It is also the kind of place where you will not be left standing at the corner with nothing to do. Somebody will say, hey, can you help us in the kitchen? And then suddenly you have a job and your, your hands are in it. There they are! It's Matt and Nava. I, don't, I apologize. I don't know how we crossed uh, wires, but I've been sitting here talking about spreading love about you people for a couple of minutes. Can they hear us? I don't think they can hear us yet. I'm going to continue to spread love on them uh, while Traven helps them to figure it out. Maybe I should call Matt. Uh, we'll let them figure it out for a second and see uh, that uh, if they can. Un Are you there? Can you hear me? And we can hear you now too. I was just saying, I've been I've been saying spreading love about you for the last few minutes. Well, I don't you, know how we got our wires crossed, but we got uh, yeah. so sorry. Oh. No, 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 no. That's probably us. Um, but hey, you're here and hopefully you have something to sip on. You guys both look great for having been in isolation for this long. It's it's <laughs> the uh, the quarantine tan. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? That's the uh, yeah, right? I, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, what's oh, sure if you were going to be joining? You're wearing a what's that? You're wearing an Astor Family Center pin. I am. I am. I'm wearing my pin. I always think to do that when you guys are on, but usually I'm already at the office and I'm like, dang it, I don't have my pin. But you see, I'm home. So I thought about it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to run upstairs and get it. I'm proud. Um, of you. Your hair looks great. You, I thought you said you shaved the. No. Look, look, I've shaved all this, and I keep shaving the back. Jem tell, Jem will tell you. Anytime somebody asks about my hair, he goes, "Yeah, it looks okay from the front for the moment, but if you look at the back, you can see where it's gone off the rails." Brutal this honesty is of children. Yes, yes, the brutal honesty. Okay, so I've been telling them all about how you guys are amazing and how you started this amazing center where we all feel like home. But where I want you guys to pick up is that, you know, you I think you guys had reached this apex in February where you guys were having these events and they were the most amazing. We are still talking about the Valentine's Day dance and how amazing it was for everybody. Like, we're all like, oh, we miss it. Um, and then this happens. And a lot of people would have been like, well, you know, we'll see you in a couple of months, but not you guys. You have been busy. Tell us what's going on at the center now. Well, I don't think we, I, I don't think we had a choice. I don't think, I well, mean, people, people spoke and I think we listened. I think as much as we are here doing exactly the same thing as all of you guys with uh, special needs kids, the parents were saying, don't abandon us, you know, don't, don't uh, leave us hanging. You know, and especially the, the kids who are coming are, you know, on a regular basis for them to just stop everything and unplug their social connection, it could be detrimental and behaviors yeah. going up the wazoo. I mean, 
we are having those same issues in our house. We're oh, yeah. having behaviors, you know, Eddie um, was having tantrums like he hasn't had since he was a little kid. And now he's 180 pounds having tantrums. And he, for the first couple weeks, he, he said that I created the coronavirus. It was all novice fault. And he was telling me, mom, why did you create the coronavirus? I just want to go to the bowling alley. Why did you do this? Oh, bless his heart. And that's the thing. This is hard for everyone. It's yeah. For everyone. I mean, I, I'm having a hard time with this. I don't know about you, Shannon, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. And, and so Nava and I would wake up every day and we'd say, how, how, uh, you know, every day it's like it was, it's, this is just two weeks ago really when we started doing this. <laughs> it's been um, months, it's been years. It feels like it's been <laughs> yeah. a year. Um, but, yeah. we, you know, we looked at each other and we said, how can we make a difference? How can we make a difference from from home? How can we make a difference, you know, doing that? Uh, for something from, from home. So we, we started looking into everything and and, um, and we, we really, you know, wanted to virtualize the center. And so we, we've done that. We still have a ways to go. And, you know, this is a learning process for us just as much as any, anyone else. And, and, but I think we've, I think we've done a good job at kind of presenting what we do uh, virtually. Um, you know, we have incredible content coming from uh, all of our uh, instructors, people who handle classes. Um, I don't know if you've seen the music with Judy class yet. I have not seen it, but I've heard stories about how amazing it is. Well, we got a we got a video the other day sent to us from a woman in Middletown, Pennsylvania. I and, saw that. I mean, to me, uh, that was an incredible moment for me. I, I looked right? at it and I just thought, well, okay, all right, this is good. This is a it's, you know something good is happening yeah, out of it. And for people who haven't seen the video, tell them what this mom sent you. Well, she, she sent us a video of her son, uh, Xander. His name is Xander. He's in first grade in Milltown, Pennsylvania. Her son, Xander, um, just really enjoying enjoying this uh, th this video of, of uh, Judy Langdon, who's our music therapist, doing uh, her, her show. And so yes. for, some, for some of our instructors, um, we are doing straight, like almost like a television show. Mm -hmm. for, other, for other instructors, they feel more comfortable with a Zoom kind of thing. So we're mm -hmm. doing that. Um, and, and it's interesting to see what works for each one because there's some, I think there's some like Alan Bruni is our, you know, our, uh, our drum circle Bruno guy. Drum. And, mm -hmm. and he's, such an, uh, he's such a magnetic personality that we thought, you know, and drums, you know, we thought let's not have it as a Zoom, that would be crazy. You know, having a drum circle <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> having, a, having a Zoom anyway is nuts, but-, but right. you know, Having a drum circle would be really nuts. Chaotic. So he has such a great personality that we thought, you know, let's have him kind of do, you know, 15 minutes for people to just kind of have fun in the living room with him. Uh, and then the same thing happened with um, with Judy Langdon, and and we have a new nickname for Judy Langdon. It's Miss Rogers. That's Nava. Uh, Nava came up. That. That's all Nava. Well, she so. she uh, Judy has a a brother who has autism and she has been working with us for a long time and she really is you know she has this magic touch and she has specifically worked with a lot of nonverbal kids and and yeah. absolutely blown me away in, in their progress with her um and she's our new camp ed camp director um, i heard that which is awesome god willing you know i don't even like to think ahead right like that, but 
Um, but Judy really, um, she's very interactive with the kids, even though it is a show, she makes it really uh, something that you can follow her and it's very easy. It's very upbeat. Um, and then we have um, our special, um, our special needs uh, physical fitness um, instructor, Liz Corral, who does uh, an amazing, really easy to follow uh, physical fitness program. Mm -hmm. And I think her next live um, show is on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And she's been working with our kids since last year. She really tailors uh, the show for her group. So Zoe um, really wasn't into it. Um, and she brought her in with the idea that they were zombie hunters and they were going to catch <laughs> zombies. So they're doing a lot of, you know, very wonderful physical fitness uh, techniques, but they're doing it with role play. And that would have been the way to get me to work out when I was a kid. <laughs> right. But it wouldn't have been. That's the way to get me to work out now. Who no, are we kidding? It wouldn't have been zombies. It would have been like Star Trek or Star Wars. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, you're right. a Skywalker and you're, you know. Uh, but going I think, against the Imperial stormtroopers. I think the exciting thing though is that um, these kids are now having something to look forward to because the hardest thing is, um, you know, as parents having to entertain, we're, we're, we're having to be teachers, we're having yeah. to be entertainers. And it's actually, I think, harder uh, in a smaller group when parents are calling me saying, look, you know, I, I'm trying to keep the balls in the air 24 hours a day. And it's just, it's, it's the pressure on the parents is it's getting, getting more. So yeah. one of the things that we um, did was you've met Chelsea Darnell, who's our yes. social, social director, like in the love boat. And she Chelsea, is amazing. Amazing. And so Chelsea didn't want to give up the connection that she'd created with her teens and adults. So she's doing a movie chat. So they review, they watch a movie, and then every Saturday night they get together, really fun social group. And, and everyone can join that, by the way. Yeah. I, I join it, and everyone we, can join it's, it. It's for the 18 and over social club, but we've had you know, parents, and we've had siblings, and they discuss the movie that they've all watched, and then they discuss which movie they should pick for next week. And the first couple have been really successful, and I think they're watching Ferris Bueller this Ferris week, Bueller's right? Day Off. Oh, wonderful. I know last week you guys did Groundhog Day, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is basically what we're living now. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say it's very apropos. So, okay, before we get too far uh, away from this, where can people find the schedule and how do they sign up? What do they have to do? How do they register? Is there a cost? What? How does this all work? Well, first of all, everything we're doing right now until we get through all this is completely free. Um, Amazing. The only thing that that um, that they can uh, that actually will cost a little money is um, we have and we haven't talked about this. We should talk about this. Um, we have um, one of the one of the um, situations that we were very worried about was um, a lot of our um, therapy uh, uh, patients that come in for therapy, the counseling session. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? What, you know, what happens uh, yeah. when when this when this kind of unprecedented thing happens? So yes. um, we- Because um, you need it more, not less. Yes, of course, exactly. of course. And we wanted to, so we wanted to figure out how to do that. And so we quickly did it. And we're accepting telehealth uh, patients now. And it's interesting because 
I'd never even, I'd never noticed, I'd never known anyone who'd done that. And uh, actually our son, Will, ended up doing, a, a, not with us, but with someone else, a telehealth session. Uh, and, um, and it really worked well for him. I, I thought yeah. it would work well I've for him. I've done it many times. So really? Yeah, because if you're do, using a healer in another state or whatever, you Skype in. Yeah. That's a big business with Skype. But it, you know, so. But it's not a big business with us. No. <laughs> because of it's the not. situation, we've had a lot of patients and, and parents reach out to us and say, you know, like you say, my anxiety level has quadrupled. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of ours has, um, you know, insomnia. It's very hard to sleep at night because that's when you let yourself kind of, you know, allow yourself to spin a little bit. But yep. we have, we have, we were, we're taking family, uh, families as they come and we're not turning anybody away based on, I can't afford yeah. my regular telehealth um, payment. Okay. So for the therapies, the telehealth, there, there is a charge for that, but, yes. uh, but what people can afford or sliding scale or something. And, and then for, for and all the things for kids free. Everything enrichment for free. Uh, and, Amazing, and that's something that um, you know we we really wanted to, you know, to give to the community because it, it just you know we're all in this together, and we gotta yes help ourselves get out of this. This is a <laughs> uncharted territory, and we all have to be together on this. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, our question of the day today is, or the topic for the week is, what are you passionate about? And I said before we had you guys join us that you are two passionate people, and one of the things that I've seen is that in this emergency, passionate people have not said, okay, well, I'm just gonna go home and, and sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Don't get us wrong, we're doing that too in downtime, right? We're but, everything on Netflix, I think. Right, but, but passionate people have said, okay, how can we do what we were doing in a bigger way? How can we do it online? How can we get to more people? And I'm so proud of the two of you because we've always said that the Ed Asner Family Center had to be something that had legs and had to be able to get to people in Pennsylvania and other places. And you chose this moment in the emergency to step up and find the way in all these things that you're doing. I'm so proud of you. I could just burst um, because it's okay. so you're amazing. Doing it too. You're doing it too. Well, you know, I mean, I think, thank you. And and we're trying to, and, and it's that, I know, I, you know, you asked how I'm doing. Um, for me, this has just made it so that there are more opportunities for me to do the thing that I know that I'm supposed to do, which is help support, you know, um, and help connect people to things like what you're doing. So um, that's, as long as, you know, when I'm at work, it's great. And work is intense, as you guys know, because we're working around the clock. And then I get to be with my kiddo and that's intense. And then you're right. I go to bed and then it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, and then it all goes, wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because we're sane and it would be insane to be any other way. Um, and that's just the truth of it. But I am so proud of you guys. So where, where do they go? Where do they go to sign up and find the schedule and know, okay, you know, this is when the music class is, and this is when the drum circle is. Well, the great thing about this is that if they haven't seen any of the classes, we're starting uh, to archive our classes. So you can oh, actually good. just anytime you want, go on and do a drum class <laughs> or do a music class, uh, um, even a, a class with Liz. Um, so 
I would um, check our website. Our, our the schedule will be on our website under "Stay Inspired." That's the kind of catchphrase that we have. Stay inspired. Okay. And, stay um, in. Like stay in. Inspired. 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 Yeah. I love it. Stay in. But go to what's the website for the center? Uh, it's uh, edasnerfamilycenter.org. And, okay, uh, edasnerfamilycenter.org. Yeah, and you'll find it there. Okay. Also, um, like us on social media. All of our stuff yes. is uh, promoted on social media. Um, our YouTube channel, which is Ed Asner Family Center on YouTube. And for any telehealth or mental health questions, you can reach our mental health director, Krissa, at Krissa, C-H-R-I-S-A, at edasnerfamilycenter.org. Okay. And now I want to say this before we forget too, you know, so all those classes for your kiddos are free and you can be accessing them wherever you are in the world. Um, and they're not charging for those things, but for everybody who is listening, obviously, you know, they're trying to keep the lights on. So if you have some coins between your couch cushions and you're like, I, you know, I would like to support what's happening here. And I would like to give, you know, $10 for someone else, another autism parent, to be able to receive services, have it go towards that or have it go towards these teachers, you know, donate, donate folks, because if everybody, you know, who is gonna participate donated $1, it would be life-changing for what you could do with the center, would it not? Thank, thank you for mentioning that, because uh, I, I, I mean, like I said before, we've never been through anything like this. And I, you know, I've been, I've been a, um, Fund, fundraising for you know I, many years now, yeah. and um, I I'm really at a, at a loss. I mean, I, I really am. I, I I'm, I'm being honest here. I, I think um, as a fundraiser, uh, you just have to put it in the back seat. And uh, and I yeah. like you said, I mean, it, you know, we 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 need to raise money because we need to keep the lights on. You're right, we do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and our goal is to keep our specialists. Uh, you know, employed because yeah, these guys and they have to get yeah they're, they have to get not, groceries. They're not doing this out of the goodness of their heart. Well, I mean, some of them. I mean, they certainly are, but but that's not what I meant. <laughs> they still have to feed themselves and their yes. families. And, that's and the reality. Our our mantra is, you know, we we uh, we went into this saying we're not going to turn off the lights during this. We're yeah. not going to uh, lay people off. We're going to employ people through this whole thing as much as we can. Um, right. And uh, and and create something out of what we are, what we have, uh, you know, of what we've been given here. So that's why we have the virtual classes. Um, but it's important that um, you know you look around and 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 you see uh, people are giving money to the COVID nineteen fund and 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 the you know to feed people. And certainly uh, that is uh, extremely important because we're in a spot. We're really in a spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 people don't have the disposable income they had. Yeah, a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. So, yeah. so it's a it's a difficult situation. But if you do have an extra couple of bucks, please you know send them to the Ed Asner Family Center because we we do need to keep the lights on. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you find that it's meaningful to you when you know when if you take your kiddos to a class, one of the things I was supposed to say today because uh, every day we have an activity for the families, and I glossed right over it. I was so excited to have you guys on. But my activity that I wanted to talk about today is making yourself a virtual schedule, a visual 
schedule for the day so that your kiddos know what's happening, you know what's happening. And um, we have all kinds of examples on Autism Live's Pinterest page. So that, you know, examples of how you would do it for a young kid, examples how you would do it for a teenager or an adult, um, interactive, things that show that they're done, things that don't. You could do it magnetic. You don't have to do it. You know, whatever you want to do. But um, to fill in the time slots with things you want to do. And here's the Ed Asner Family Center. And you can say, okay, we're going to do an art class at 10 o'clock. And all you have to do is go there and click the button and your kids are in the art class. And if you find that that's valuable to you, and I know that you will, you know, asking for you to give whatever you can. And literally, if that is $1.50, if everybody did that, that would be life-changing. So there you go. I know that you guys aren't asking for it, so I'm going to ask for it for you because that's, uh, if people have it, it's it's a great place to give to. Thank you. Um, wonderful. And so, um, but there's also something else that you guys started to do that I'm really excited about and proud of you guys for. You start... You've been talking for a while about doing your own show from the center, and yes. now you have. Talk about the center at home. Yes, well, talk about forcing our hand. Yeah. Uh, right? Well, I mean, right? you know, we... It's something that we, it's something that we wanted, and we talked to Shannon about yeah. even before we, we wanted had to do this for a while. Now we have all the time in the world to. And, well, <laughs> but I think we have something to talk about now. I mean, I think yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. The idea was that we wanted to start this and and say, hey, you know, we're in this. Uh, just you know, everyone's in this together. Right. This is the great equalizer. You know, everyone's going through the same thing. I mean, yeah. um, everyone's struggling through this, and so we. How do we, you know, how do we communicate that? How do we talk about that? Um, and so last week we had uh, John Elder Robeson on and Alex Plank on. And I don't know if, you, if you've been reading, uh, if you're friends with John on Facebook or not, but yes, he, yes. he uh, writes these incredible posts that are very oh, insightful and moving. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just really something um, yeah. to, to, uh, to read. And his anxiety is really plaguing him about this, I think. And, and as it is everyone, as it is everyone. Yeah. And, um, and so that's something to talk about. So, um, and you know, this Friday, I think this Friday we're going to do a live live show again on, on Friday. And I think it'll what be time? Fridays. Uh, what time? Are you? Three. Three o'clock on Friday. Okay, fabulous. Three p.m. Col color me there. If All it's right. at three, I can be there. Maybe you can join us. Well, well, I'll have to come and go because we have other things. But at three o'clock, I can be there. I don't have anything where I'm live at three o'clock. But I was saying to you, there were so many things you were doing last week that I was like, I want to come to that. But we were doing things at the same time. And I know, you know, like we all got to do our thing. But I want to come to your stuff. Your pal, uh, DJ Dave, who did a party. But he had an idea that we're going to, we're working on we're now. We're working on a new idea. That I think okay better. And yes. I know, I know James will love it. Yeah. Well, listen, I, you know, I know it was like one night here and we, you know, we're trying to get moving through all this. We're, my family is not known for the movement thing, uh, <laughs> but we're, we're trying to like shake things up and take advantage. And I'm trying to be on the elliptical every day, but we're trying to move as a family too. So we've been putting music on and dancing with our kid and inspired, might I say, by how much fun we had at the yeah. Valentine's day dance. And so one night we were just dancing and whatever. And I thought I, this would be fun to do with other people. And so I was texting you guys and going, what are you doing about this? And you said, you know, it's funny. We were just talking about this, but then the very first one that you had was on world autism awareness yeah. day. And, 
and I was, I was, I was preoccupied. Um, and if it had been anybody other than Temple Grandin, I would have been there. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but I was, I was preoccupied with Temple, so I did not get to dance. I did not get to shake my wild thing. Um, and I, and your brother, DJ Dave, is amazing at the, yeah, as a DJ. So uh, I can't wait to hear what you're going to do next. Well, um, we'll let you know as soon as we know. Okay. I will take We're that. working on something. And, but we are. And I, I'm hoping that, uh, that it comes to fruition and we'll let you know. We are okay. in Fair our, our, uh, our center at home show. We are taking questions from parents, from uh, autistic individuals, from from anybody who has a question that, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling. And that's the main thing is we want people to feel like you still have a community. Yeah. You're not alone in this. I know a lot of parents are, are writing to me in the middle of the night and and expressing to us uh, what they're going through. And I think, you know, because we have what, you know, the family unit that we have, um, it's a little unique, you know, cause each one of our kids is so different from each other. Um, Aviva moved in with us. So we have our millennial who's back in the house. Wow. Yeah, so it's a lot of, a lot, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of dishes. A lot of dishes. A lot of dishes. A lot of garbage. A lot of uh, yes. When you're home a lot, there's a lot the of garbage. Cooking, the the ordering the groceries and the cooking, yes. it's like overwhelming, right? And three kids in three different schools with three different online, uh, you know, daily. Uh, right talk, now we're on spring break. Let's but, talk about but, that. Right, us too. Yeah, let's talk about that. So schooling, like oh. what what's going on with this? I mean, really? I mean, it's crazy. I don't know how. Uh, how how Jem's uh, schooling is, but they're you know, on spring break too, I, 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 we're, we're on spring, spring break too, too. Yeah, but you know, my feeling is this: I, I'm, you know, our kids aren't homeschooled. Yeah, not mine and, either. And um, and we're in a situation where our, our school, uh, our uh, Will and, and Eddie's schools, are not on this kind of virtual classroom thing. They're on this kind of bizarre, you know, oh, do this and that and that and that schedule out. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. You know, that's yeah. not going to work, right? You know, it's not. You're working work. parents. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to work, and and we need to figure this out. So I think they're finally starting to figure that out, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, but wow, this caught a lot. Of, uh, everyone flat footed, and oh uh, yeah, and it's a big problem. And I've heard from what I've heard, like sixty percent, sixty percent, like around sixty are not doing, are not doing any schooling yeah. at all, yeah. and so. Where does that leave them? Where does that leave us um, for the school year? Yeah, I gotta say, um, I think it's the number one question that we're getting at Autism Live mm -hmm. um, is parents concerned about their kids getting behind, about them being expected to suddenly now be the teacher for the for the educational piece, uh, and other and other times that school is like, well, here's the you know the video link, set your child in front of the computer. And let's hope that it all works out. And this is a wow. child who is nonverbal and needed an aid. And you know, where's that? It's just um, that we're just like suddenly they don't have autism anymore, and they they suddenly are gifted with the knowledge of how to interact when we're all trying to figure right. out how to interact in this format. Um, so uh, you know, I I know uh, also, we're gonna have one thing. we're gonna have Bonnie Yates on day after tomorrow talking about this new. Um, I, I don't know if you know this that. In the um, stimulus package, there was a little 
thing in there that gave Betsy DeVos, our Secretary of Education, the ability to have 30 days to tell the schools what to do, and that we are in the middle of that 30 days hmm. uh, before they tell them what to do. So it's going to get interesting. Well, oh wow. Um, Betsy DeVos, I could go on for many, many years. Yes, um, I have I have nothing to say. Yes, <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being nice here. I, I, right. I'm being nice. Um, but right. I will say this, um, that when you, when you, when all of a sudden this forced homeschooling is, is um, you know, it's rocky because we're, parents and, and children have a dynamic that teachers and children don't have. Mm -hmm. So there's a dynamic that enters into it all of a sudden when a yeah. parent takes over that role, if they haven't been taking it, if they haven't yes. ha been handling it before, mm -hmm. when a parent takes over that role, you've got a dynamic that's never been there before. And it, it's, I, I mean, I can't even imagine how some people are doing it. I really can't. I, mean, I, I can't like, either. I really And many aren't. Many have said, this is not reasonable. Yeah, it's not reasonable. Uh, I'm not well, doing you're it. You're bringing in a, such a higher level of stress into the household that's already stressed out. The kids yeah. are already, you know, up in, uh, up in the, air because their structure is off and and their regularity is off and then the parents are frustrated the parents are exasperated um they you know they they're they're trying to help and they're frustrated and so it's a recipe for disaster yeah. for everyone to have behaviors you know the parents and the kids and yeah. you know i've been saying on the show and i've been saying to all my friends do as best as you can and give yourself yes. a break and that's all Absolutely. you can do right now because this is this is we're in an emergency situation and yep. nothing is going to change in three months of, of even if the kid gets behind a little bit it's not worth yeah. ruining the day in your household. I'm with you. There are two resources that I've been saying to parents that if they if they're not liking what the school is dishing out or if the school is dishing out nothing that especially here in Los Angeles PBS has taken their four PBS channels and devoted during the day, each channel to a different age group and putting uh, curriculum aligned, fun, interactive stuff on their, on their channels. So wow. PBS kids, which I think is amazing. And then um, on, look in your local area to see what they're offering. But the other thing, which was, you know, years ago, Temple Grandin told me about is khanacademy.org, K-H-A-N. It's, go it's it's for your kids it's video learning but it's interactive it's not what the schools are doing it's amazing try it with your kids to see if they're interested in it many kids will be and they have curriculum from pre-k up past uh 12th grade uh but i say don't fight with the school right now don't if they're what they're doing isn't working abandon ship because yeah. i'm with you nava it's not worth having your kids be frustrated oh although i have to say i was really proud of myself the other day Yes. Because I, I sat down with our 11 year old and I, I, I was doing math with him and um, I couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I went to YouTube and actually <laughs> took a quick lesson. And yes, we ended up actually getting it done. Yeah. Look at you. Quick lesson. But but it's the kind of um, soul crushing moment in life when you when you when you start to do this math. That, oh. that, that, you know, a, a seventh grader does or a sixth grader does. And you realize that you cannot do this math. Yeah. Okay. But Jeff Foxworthy would tell you he had an entire show about are you smarter than a fifth grader? And no one ever won. 
So the answer is we are not smarter than a fifth grader. Hey, uh, we've got people writing in saying things. Um, They're saying, thank goodness for people like this who recognize that this is even more important time to keep their resources open. So thank you for that. They want to know if you guys are recommending or suggesting any adaptive aids to help kids grip uh, drumsticks. Do you guys at the center um, or do you, um, because I know you do, do a lot of music stuff. We, we featured before on the show something called Easy Hold that's for pencils and spoons and things like that. But do you guys recommend anything? Yeah, I mean. He the, has a special glove. Yeah. That he, uh, that the ring, Alan Bruni had, had brought, uh, you know, additional equipment with him. We haven't had the need for that yet. The only uh, uh, kind of adaptive equipment is some kids are over, over stimulated by the sound and we, they wear headphones. But we'll ask Alan that because that's, that's a really good question. Okay. And, I, I, okay. I think the gloves are certainly something that yeah. kind of make it more tactile and and they're a little more able to kind of hold the stick and 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 use it. So drumming is great for our kids. So yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. We were just watching. Uh, we were just watching American Idol the other, the other yeah. last night, and there was a there was a story about a. Um, uh, fragile, the, a boy with fragile. fragile X. And yes, he, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yes, no, see something like that on TV. We, we were like, oh, how great, how wonderful. Yes, and, amazing, and absolutely. I, now I'm rooting for her. And me too, me too, because she's pretty fabulous. She's the one who has the name that's something like yeah. we wanted her to change it. It's like right. Washa Masha Fasha. Something Whack a Mac or yeah, Whack a Mole something. Whack a Mole. That's uh, it. Uh, <laughs> Something, uh, something like that. She's amazing. Everybody check out American Idol and support her. Because uh, her brother was there and she's a good sibling. Yeah. And she said, it's more about my brother than anybody else. Love no, and, I was, and I was thinking about, because he was drumming. Because yeah. Yes, he was with her. He was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so we've only got like two minutes left. I, I just want to make sure. Ed Asner Family Center, it's not the, is it? What's the, what's the website? Uh, the website is edasnerfamilycenter.org. Okay. And, and go there and if they click on the in inspiration inspiration inspired stay inspired stay inspired sorry and, and they, they can find things health, any mental health questions uh go to chrisa c-h-r-i-s-a at edasnerfamilycenter.org we want to help you guys with telehealth we want to give you support but we can't give you support unless you call in and tell us that that you want to sign up and you, that you need help and we're not going to turn anybody away. Wonderful. We have a teacher who just wrote in and said that she said, I want parents to know that we love our students and are doing our best. This is all new for us. And we do know that. Oh, absolutely. I, I, let me just say something about that. Teachers are the heroes of the world. Yeah. And I, yes. I, I have nothing but respect and if anything, this should, this should, you know, this should, should double highlight yeah, how double teachers are because exactly. all of a sudden the parents have to be the teachers and yeah. not teachers. Right. So it's, a, yes. you know, they're special, incredible heroes of the world. And yes. Uh, yeah. And they need tools so that they can do the thing that they need to do and training because this is a different format, but the teachers are not the problem. They have support in the classroom. Yes. Support for the kids. The kids have one-on-one aids sometimes. Yes, yes. So, so that's what it's not. Yeah. Yeah, we love the teachers. Absolutely. Uh, okay, you guys, we, we've uh, so enjoyed having you here. And thank you so much for the work that you guys are doing. 
Um, and I, I can't wait to hear all the people now who find your classes and are able to do them who aren't in the Los Angeles area. They're going to be like, well, you know, this COVID thing worked out for us. Uh, so we'll take the wins where we can take them. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. want to remind you that we have a special show uh, this week on Autism Live. We're doing two shows every day. So at two o'clock, we are going to be back here. We're doing just a segment every, every day this week on Card Heroes. These are young people who are out there who are still being support. They're going to homes and being there while they're getting the instruction um, from school to be aides. They're doing ABA therapy. So yesterday, you guys, I just cried through the whole episode. These young people are so amazing and brave and fearless, um, and they love our kiddos. So you're going to want to see that at two o'clock. And then tomorrow, don't forget, we have Ask Dr. Doreen. She'll be here with us live, and you can ask her questions. Until then, give but be here at two uh, Pacific time for that Card Heroes. I'm telling you, it's like the most inspirational thing I've done since we have been in this emergency. So um, be there or be square. Until then, give your kiddos a hug for me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.